0: Welcome into the Cowboys Report. Some injury news, roster moves we'll get into, DeAndre Hopkins trade rumors as well on today's show. So make sure you're a part of the noty gang here at Chat Sports and the Cowboys Report so you never miss anything that we do. Only about 20% of you, less than that actually, have your notifications set to all, meaning. When there's a video, you may or may not get a push sent to your phone telling you there's a new video up here on the Cowboys Report. Be the first to know when things happen, know when our videos come out. Click the bell icon, change it from personalized to all, and help me feed my family and never miss anything here on the Cowboys Report. We begin briefly with some roster moves made by the Cowboys, technically four of them. Mackenzie Alexander has been placed on the practice squad injured list. So some type of injury suffered, unfortunately, by Alexander. He wasn't really playing for Dallas. He had a chance earlier in the year. Seems like it's going to be the Deron Bland and Israel Mukwamu show moving forward. Sheldrick Redwine, meanwhile, uh, was signed to the practice squad open spot. Redwine comes in, offers you some safety depth, and you want a more defensive back help anyway. And two players have been designated to return to practice wide receiver Semifeyoko and linebacker Devin Harper we're going that's weird timing it is, but it also isn't. I would not anticipate Fehoko or Harper joining the active roster at this exact moment. They're not going to. But you get up to, potentially, if you keep winning games, 21 days of extra bonus practice. In the event there's an injury, you can bring one of those guys back if you need to. But they did this with Josh Ball down the stretch last year. Just getting them some extra practice work help them grow and develop as young players. Let's get into the Cowboys injury report. Uh, This is the Wednesday one. I wouldn't anticipate any changes for the Thursday one. J-Ron Kurz, warning him in a little bit, will remain limited. So will Demarcus Lawrence. Jason Peters will not go on Wednesday. Did not go on Wednesday. Will not go on Thursday. Quick notes on the three guys on the right side. Israel Mukwamu, Trayvon Mullen, Tyron Smith, all had a designation. uh, Hamstring, illness, and knee. But they were all full in what was a... Estimated participation because it was just a walkthrough. It wasn't really a real practice because, hey, you got a tight timeline, and Cowboys do that. worries me about the physicality, but we'll get to that one uh, uh, later in the week. But Mukwamu, Mullen, Smith, they are all fine. Now, J. Ron Curse will be limited this week as the Cowboys manage that knee injury, the MCL sprain, so he can play, and that's a big deal for the Cowboys. Curse himself has said 100% chance he's playing. If this were Week 18 and a bit of a more meaningless football game, I'm not sure Curse would be playing. But you're in the playoffs, so if you can go, you're going, even if you're not quite 100%. Although, to be fair, J-Ron Kurse has not been 100% this season. He has been banged up pretty much all year long. He's tweaked his knee like, feels like five times. His shoulder got banged up on him. Didn't matter against the Bucs. He was awesome. Only 41 snaps because of the injury. Three tackles. Three pass breakups. He it was carrying Russell Gage in coverage. That was pretty damn impressive. Had the only potentially ever red zone INT for Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform. Great play by Curse. This defense needs him. I think he is a pivotal part of what they do on that side of the football. Not just on the field. I'd say in the locker room as well. So our pinned question of the day. Who is the MVP of this Cowboys defense? And you can't pick Micah Parsons. That one's too easy. Take Micah out of the equation. Is is it a curse? Is it a Trayvon Diggs will probably be a popular answer. Pick one non-Micah Parsons player to name the MVP of the Cowboys defense. It's the pinned comment on today's video. So if the ad break comes here on YouTube, take advantage of it. Head down there and let me know. The dark horse answer, by the way, and I... I think we'll give him some flowers on a future video this week, along with Israel Mukwamu from last week. Is Leighton Vanderesh. Uh, Cowboys defense had their best game in a while when Hankins and LBE came back. I thought Vanderesh was awesome. One year, $2 million was fantastic value. He has been a little bit more like the rookie year Vanderesh, thankfully. You also might see some write in votes for Tank Lawrence. He has not been, I would say, that close to 100% this year, playing through that foot injury. He just needs time to recover. He has been limited all last two months, it feels like. That's the Cowboys' plan. Limited, limited, full on the final day of practice, and then plays. Uh, I thought he played fine against the um, against the Bucks. He'll be counted on as a run stopper against the Niners team that runs the ball pretty damned well. As for Jason Peters, not nearly as good of news on this front. He is not expected to practice on Thursday. I would say there's pretty little chance uh, he is able to go. I would be shocked if he played. He's not going to practice Thursday, did not practice Wednesday. The hip flexor takes more than six days of rest to get healed. It's just I don't think it's going to happen. So the O-line will be Tyler Smith, Connor McGovern, Tyler Biotish, uh, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, uh, Josh Ball. You might see a roster move made to get to uh, eight offensive linemen, but that's a Saturday-Friday problem for the Cowboys. This will be a hell of a test. For this offline. They played great against the Bucks. Biotis got beat a few times up front, but hey, he's gotten through his own high ankle sprain. He is not, by the way, on the injury report. This Niners defense worries me. Should worry me. It's, I think it's the best defense in the entire NFL. So I think that's a, a big factor for Dallas. If the front the fronts are pivotal in this game, Niners defense worries me. Hopefully the Cowboys stepped up to the task. What no longer worries me is paying for subscriptions I don't even use anymore. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around 80 bucks a month on subscriptions, but the actual totals, total is more like 200 plus. That's right, folks. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you didn't. Even know about. There's this app I love using that takes care of it for me. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as True Bill. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. Maybe you were double charged or a subscription you didn't know about. They'll take care of it for you. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel. Rocket Money takes care of the rest. No more dealing with the whole, oh, I, I got to log in. I hit, hit forget password. I got to redo my password. Wait for the email to come in. It's the same as I thought I typed in last time. Guess not. And then you got to prove you're not a robot, as the robot asks you. It's very weird. Not an issue with Rocket Money. They make it much easier for you. Get rid of useless subscriptions. Go to rocketmoney.com cowboys. That's rocketmoney.com cowboys. Could save you hundreds per year. Links in the comments and the description of today's show. Next up is DeAndre Hopkins. The trade rumors are back. We focused on injuries because you know this is this is a future Cowboys problem is not the right word, but potential. Option, they're not going to make a move right now. Teams are in the playoff race. But the Cowboys are near the top of the DeAndre Hopkins trade odds amid the report that eh, Hopkins is going to get traded. The Cardinals told the GM candidates they're going to move on from Hopkins. seems like he doesn't want to be there. Now, he is older and he is expensive, likely wants a new deal, but he's still DeAndre Hopkins. The latest odds on destinations if traded for DeAndre Hopkins, the Green Bay Packers the New England Patriots, the Chiefs, Giants, and Cowboys. Of course, those last three teams all still in the midst of their own playoff push. Do you want to trade for DeAndre Hopkins? Why for yes and for no. Get those answers in for me in the comments section. Why for yes you do and for no you don't. We're going to spend some more time on it, but I want you guys to go vote in the comments right now. In general, I think this offseason, and we're getting a little bit ahead of our skis here. That's okay. I'm looking for speed at wide receiver. Hopkins is not a burner, but he's great at football. Uh, I, I would not be mad if they added another great wide receiver to pair. I mean, man, Lamb and Hopkins together sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. Although his numbers have been down the past two years, in large part due to suspension injury, and his quarterback getting hurt as well. He still went for 717 yards in nine games. If you were to do the prorated averages from the past two seasons, he is still a 1,000-yard receiver, not that different than the 2019 version in the end. 2020 was still a very special year, and I do think receiver is an area this team has to consider looking for options at in the offseason. CeeDee Lamb, love him. He, he is your wide receiver one, which is a factor we'll come back to here in a little bit. Michael Gallup looked a lot better against the Bucks, hoping that is a sign of things to continue since he looked off pretty much the entire year. Noah Brown is who he is. T.Y. Hilton has been a nice stopgap option for you, but you know, he's, he's not a really a long-term piece, I don't think. Maybe bring him back him as a veteran. Sure, Turpin's a gadget guy, and who knows what you have in Jalen Tolbert. Now, the first part you got to figure out is the Trade cost, and I think this is what it would be. Hopkins is in a very weird spot where he is older, he likely wants a new deal, and that does bring down the trade value. This is not a 25 year old DeAndre Hopkins who would probably fetch two first round picks. This is, you know, back nine of his career, Hopkins. So, I think. This is—it really is a guess. A second and fifth-round pick is about right for DeAndre Hopkins, but there are two—I guess three—things you have to consider here. Number one, the wide receiver trade market is broken. It makes absolutely no sense. Chase Claypool went for a second-round pick, became number 32 overall. Horrible deal for the Bears. I, I know Harrison Graham, Grandmar Bears now So "Oh, you got to wait a year." No, you don't have to. It's a bad trade. It's a Bad trade. I—I—I I, I, I don't know what they're what they were doing. Cooper went for a fifth and a sixth then he wildly outplayed Chase Oh, sorry a fifth and a pick round a sixth round pick swap for Cooper. The trade market at receiver is is all kinds of funky. Um so I I think a second and fifth is right because you also must factor in age and contract. In the event you trade for DeAndre Hopkins who of course himself has been subject of a broken trade, thanks Bill O'Brien. The the age is a is a, is a real factor. He's getting up there in age and the contract. He wants a new deal. So you're probably going to have to pay him $20 million minimum per year. You're all, if not 25, and frankly, probably more than that. You're going to be paying Lamb that too. So do you want to invest premium draft capital and pay Lamb and Hopkins, whether it's done this year, next year, whenever, about $50 million per year? It's a lot to invest in at wide receiver. I would wonder if the Cowboys try to find a slightly more affordable option in the end. It is, of course, the playoff run. We will be live on Sunday, hour early to preview and have fun for the Cowboys-Niners game. Offseason coverage, we'll have that in mass as well. Make sure you guys don't miss out. Subscribe and make sure those notifications are set to all.